Loaf and Luke, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. All right, back to football, Wolf. Every time we get going on the Suns conversation, switch back over to football. It's a good balance we got going here because there's obviously big Cardinals news. They hire their new head coach yesterday. They're going to officially introduce him tomorrow when the Suns, a little bit later in the day, introduce Kevin Durant. Joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line is Kyle Vandenbosch. You should know that by the Metallica that is playing. Kyle, what's, uh, what's going on? Not much, guys. Not much. How are you? Doing good, buddy. Uh, kind of jacked up right now. There's a lot going on. You know, Kevin Durant, of course, and the Phoenix Suns. Um, the, the impact. I don't know if you happened to watch the game last night, but it was it was noticeable, no doubt about it. The Cardinals, of course, have hired Jonathan Gannon. Let me start with this right here. Okay, where do you start when you consider Jonathan Gannon? Yeah, so I didn't know much about him, um, you know, prior to, I mean, really these last couple of days when his name popped up, when he was being interviewed, and then um, it was being talked about how they were keeping him around for a second interview. So um, I I tried to find out as much as I could. I got a a good friend, actually, um, one of my former strength coaches works for the Eagles now. Um, he actually, um, got me some tickets to the Super Bowl. Um, so I reached out to him, um, and, you know, just got his input and he said, you know, he's going to bring a ton of passion and just a ton of juice to this organization. And you can, you could just see it by the, that clip of him running back to Greek Kyler yesterday. Um, you know, it's, uh, he's going to infuse definitely a bunch of energy into the organization. Um, you know, from my understanding, um, you know, he's, he, He's really engaging. The players love him. Um, a lot of what he does is data-driven, analytics-driven. Um, but that's not, um, it, you know, I think that kind of gets a bad reputation um, nowadays. But it's he uses it in a good way. And, you know, I think uh, probably a couple of the other things, just, um, you know, first impressions on, on learning about him is, um, you know, he's got that scouting background, so he knows what to look for in players. He knows which players would, would fit um, into his system. He knows how to evaluate talent. Um, and then he does a great job of catering, um, you know, his system, catering what he wants to do based upon the players' abilities. And I think that's so crucial to a team. I think um, so many coaches are, this is my way, this is how we're going to do it and you're going to have to adjust how you play. Um, I think you have to find that that balance of, um, I know my system works, but I've got this special athlete, so I need to figure out how to get the most out of him. And it sounds like he does a great job of doing that as well. Kyle Vandenbosch is joining us. Kyle, I know everybody's different, so this is more of a blanket statement, but just in general in your experience or your impressions of, uh, of the game, how much does having a defensive-minded head coach potentially impact the personality of this team? I think a lot. Um, you know, uh, shoot, looking back at my career, I think um, maybe other than Denny Green, all I had was defensive coaches. I had uh, Dave McGinnis, I had Jeff Fisher, I had Jim Swartz. Um, those are my head coaches. And, um, you know, it's, it tends to be guys with more energy. It tends to be guys that are more about, um, look, we're going to go out 
um, on Sunday and out physical this team. We're going to prepare um, so we can out physical teams. We're going to um, come in with a certain mentality, and and that's going to be our identity. And and to me, honestly, um, it, you know, that's to me what football is about is is that mentality, that attitude. And, and look, I'm not a, um, you know, I, I wish I was more of an X's and O's guy. I wish I could go up to a board and, and come up with, with schemes just to outsmart people. But that's not what uh, brought me success. That's not what how I saw um, an opportunity for me to do well in the game of football. It was going out there and strapping on the pads and playing harder and playing more physical than other people. And, and typically that's what a defensive guy brings to a team. It brings to um, a meeting room and, and you can typically see that in the players and their mentality and how they approach the game as well. There's no doubt about that, Kyle. That, that, that is so well said. I couldn't agree more with you on that. Um, talk a little bit about the impact a defensive coach can have on maybe a young quarterback that is developing. Is there anything there? Because Todd Bowles, I'll never forget this. Todd Bowles once told me to my face, he said, you know what? I think I can help a quarterback just by giving him my perspective on it. Your thoughts on this with Jonathan Gannon working with Kyler Murray. I, I think you're right. I think um, he, he can definitely, you know, it's, it's a different perspective. Um, he's spent, you know, the better part of his last few years, uh, certainly the last two years as a defensive coordinator, and then having been a defensive backs coach, um, trying to figure out ways to confuse quarterbacks, trying to figure out ways to take away what quarterbacks do well. And, um, you know, it's, he, he's done a great job of that the last couple of years in Philly, having – um, the number one ranked pass defense in the league, um, facing, you know, in, in today's NFL, uh, week in and week out, it's a different type of quarterback with a different skill set and different strengths and, and different offensive schemes. And so he could take a little bit of all of that and figure out, okay, which, which scheme is, is going to fit Kyler best? Which things does he do best? What, our defense is going to try to stop him and attack him. And, and I know you've talked about it and other people have talked about it since this hire. Um, you know, you can see the Cardinals possibly taking on a lot of what the Philadelphia Eagles did well and what Jalen Hurts did well. I mean, he's got a very similar skill set to Kyler Murray. Um, and so you could take some of those things and you can build it into the Arizona Cardinals offense. Talking to Kyle Vandenbosch, uh, Kyle, on the other side of the football, you look at the defense, it's it's logical, I guess, to make the connection between Isaiah Simmons and, and what Hassan Reddick just did with, uh, with Jonathan Gannon. They're not the exact same guy, obviously, but a guy like Simmons in particular, or even anybody else, these young players on this defense, what does a move like this potentially do for unlocking them? Again, you know, going back to what I said earlier, um, and, and, you know, Jonathan Gannon has said this himself, um, you know, I don't have a scheme. I, I, you know, kind of cater what I do and how I call my defenses based on what my guys do well. And that's what you can take away from Hassan Reddick. I mean, Hassan Reddick wasn't dropping into coverage 30 times a game. Hassan Reddick plays best and is most impactful when he's getting after the quarterback. Now, I, you know, that might not be Isaiah Simmons' skill set, but I think, again, looking at uh, Gannon's background in scouting, looking at how he's um, just let his guys play, figured out what they do well, 
and just let him go. Um, I think that's what you can expect from Isaiah Simmons. I don't think that you're going to see Isaiah Simmons lined up in four or five different positions throughout the course of a game. I think you, you know, I, I think Coach Gannon will, you know, identify what does he do best. How can he have the biggest impact on our team? How can he help our defense the most and keep him there for the majority of his snaps? And and I think that will do wonders for Isaiah Simmons. Will do wonders for Zayvon Collins. I mean, even established players like Buda Baker. Um, you know, you you these guys are are weapons. These guys are elite type talents. So you need to put them in situations where they can display that talent and when, where they can impact the game the most. So, Kyle, do you have any thoughts on Jonathan Gannon and why his name surfaced later in this whole process as opposed to earlier? Uh, I really don't. You know, I, I, I um, you know, everything that I've heard is um, from people I know and people that have been in contact with him, people familiar with him, um, said that he was going to be a head coach and that he would do a great job and, mm-hmm. and he commands the room. Um, and, and honestly, I, I think a lot of us get stuck on looking at, you know, what did he do with this defense or what did this guy, how, you know, what did his offenses look like? What are his numbers like? Um, that's, that's a small part of being a head coach. A head coach is a whole another animal than being, a position coach or really even a coordinator. I mean, to run the whole team to every day, get up in front of the team and, and, you know, speak to them and get the most out of them. It's, it's different. And that's, you know, what I hear about him is, um, you know, he's a great communicator and he can get the most out of the players. And, um, you know, to me, I I think a lot of the conversation is okay. The next biggest thing. And, and I don't disagree with this is, who is going to be the offensive coordinator? Who's going to be the quarterback's coach to get the most out of Kyler Murray to get the most out of this offense? Um, you know, look, Jonathan Gannon comes from an organization um, that, it, you know, year in and year out is typically very successful. And I think one of the first things I, I'm hoping was asked in the interviews was um, it, it, the Eagles had 22 of their opening day starters available for the Super Bowl. Um, and, and the Cardinals had – uh, the third most games lost um, start uh, games lost to starters because of injuries and and I think you you need to look at not just offense defense just organizationally how how do you run things how did you run things in Philadelphia and, and what will it look like because I mean quite frankly um, it had Cliff Kingsbury had 22 starters available at the end of the season. Cliff Kingsbury would still be the coach of the Arizona Cardinals. So um, when you're running an entire team, when you are structuring an organization and how you practice, you need to look at everything. And I think um, things need to be adjusted. How do we run practice? How much time are we on the practice field? How can we make sure that our star players are available in week 17 and into the playoffs? Because that's a big reason, um, you know, there is – no more direct correlation. The healthiest team in the NFL last season was the Kansas City Chiefs, mm. and they got the Super Bowl trophy at the end of the year, the Lombardi Trophy. And Philadelphia was the fourth most healthy team. So I think, you know, to me, if there's one thing that can flip wins and losses quickly, it will be making sure that our players are available on a week in and week out basis. And so I think he has having been in that organization, direct knowledge on how to structure things, how to practice, how to prepare, just to make sure that our guys are available every week. Kyle Vandenbosch, great stuff as always, man. Thank, Thank you for the Kyle. time. 
Thanks, guys.